I V M. Hey all, my name is Siddharth Deshmukh and I'm the traveling professor. And I teach various subjects like digital transformations, marketing, business of media, blah, 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 etc. This podcast is my diary of sorts. This is the traveling professor's diary where I share cheer, insights, anecdotes from my journey and experiences. This particular diary entry of mine is an interesting uh, one because it comes at a very tumultuous time. So many things happening on the political landscape in India, so many things happening in the political landscape in London, or rather in the UK where I am currently living. And it seems like there is just a common trend to the fact that nobody uh, is very happy with the way in which, you know, things are going. It doesn't matter which side you're on. So here's a little take on how I think we should be looking at politics, politicians, but this is not a political podcast. Trust me. This is a beautiful morning in the UK. And just a few days after the elections, um, you know, concluded with the conservatives coming in for a massive victory. And um, a lot of people who were on the Lib Dem side or on, uh, let's say, the, the labor side, all have been very puzzled. And the puzzlement has been because their social media bubbles have not really reflected this reality that has happened with the conservatives coming in with this thumping majority. I've seen this behavior play out across different countries. In India, when the Modi government came into power, it was much to the surprise and dismay to people who were all who were opposing, uh, you know, the BJP to come to power, but they came with a thumping mandate. So, and plus, you know, you can add on the Maharashtra elections and the entire um, joke that happened after people kept switching parties. But it just made me realize a couple of things is that everybody's social media bubble is kind of fooling them. Whether you support whichever party you support, this is not a political podcast by any nature. But what I do realize is the frailty of human behavior and human nature, right? And you have people who actually look at reality differently because they're only connected to people who they like to listen to, who they like to hear from, you know, whose opinions match theirs. And so we are all living in this social media bubble. Did it happen earlier? Yeah, perhaps it did when you were, you know, meeting up people uh, who uh, kind of held similar views to yours over, uh, you know, in physical life when, when there was a get together or something. But what's happened with social media, whether it's Facebook or, you know, Twitter or Instagram or whatever, you have the strange notion that the world is thinking along with you on similar lines, because that's what your world is. And that's all you hear. See, what's ha- also happening is we are looking at, you know, lesser and lesser real life experiences with people and more connect with social media. So where are we getting our information from, except for social media? And this is what, you know, if anyone has seen the Cambridge and Analytica uh, documentary on Netflix, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's very easy for politicians across all parties to manipulate this. So we need to be a little aware of the fact that social media does not 
really reflect the way in which human reality should be experienced. So what happens is that, and at least I've tended to notice, is that we tend to grow most if we meet people with opposing points of views in real life and have a discussion with them and try to understand where they're coming from and maybe explain our point of view. That sort of stuff hardly ever happens when you're on Facebook because everyone's either agreeing with you or everyone's, you know, who's disagreeing with you is unfollowing you. Now, here's what I feel. You know, I, I'm also in the UK, but I'm listening to all the stuff that's happening in India with uh, the Citizens Amendment Bill and, and the rest of it. Again, this is not a political comment, but it's something which is very uh, intriguing. The reason why it's intriguing is we've really made heroes of our politicians, whether you're you know supporting whichever party. And being heroes, we tend to hero worship them. Okay, and we tend to glorify them and we exhibit all kinds of behavior, okay, that make us belong to a particular tribe and we align themselves, ourselves, sorry, to that tribe, no matter whether our beloved hero takes the right decision or not. And this is the sort of thing that only can happen if we are hero worshipping our politicians in the first place. I think we need to stop that. We need to probably reframe the way in which we view our politicians and we should view them as people who are governing, okay, for our wishes. People who are administrative by nature rather than having super magical powers. Sure, there might be some governing decisions or there might be some administrative decisions that, you know, um, you may not like. But that's when you speak out and that's when you speak out peacefully. But what I'm trying to probably get at is not about protests or not about democracy or not about politicians being evil. What I'm talking about is, can we actually reframe the way in which we look at politicians and stop making them heroes? I think that would be the first step towards having more sensible decision making. Well, this is the traveling professor, as usual. And he's giving you this hot take on all things political. Um, if you like this diary entry of mine uh, on the traveling professor's uh, diary, well, you can listen to more uh, such things uh, in the, in coming episodes. You can always follow me on, uh, you know, LinkedIn and Instagram, where I'm the traveling professor. And to be honest, there are so many other podcasts there on IVM. You can go to ivmpodcast.com. Or, you know, you can just download the app. Until next time then. Bye-bye.